Welcome to the Finding Wellness Podcast. My name is Megan. I'm a wife, mom, and holistic wellness coach. I have a passion for helping women, particularly moms, prioritize themselves and their general well-being. Because when we take the time to take care of ourselves, everyone wins. My goal with this podcast is to finally help you figure out what works for you to support your overall well-being. And because health is so much more than the size of our body, no topic will be off limits. We're talking about relationships, mental health, even things like finances, because it all plays a role. Some opinions and research shared here might work for you, and some definitely won't. So I encourage you to stay curious, be open to experimenting a little, and take what serves you and leave what doesn't. Let's get to it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Finding Wellness Podcast. My name is Megan. I'm your host, and it is so good to be back in this new year with you. It is 2024, and um, I... I don't have any New Year's resolutions. Um, I don't know if that's something that you do or not. Um, I have been thinking quite a bit about um, the last couple of years and how my life today is different than it was, you know, a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, etc. Um, and how I want my life to look different this time next year and you know beyond. Um, so I am in the process of setting some goals for myself, but I don't have any specific resolutions, if that makes any sense. Um, and resolutions and goals can be, um, they're one and the same, right? For me, it's really just about how you frame each of those things, right? Resolutions tend to be something that people give up on after a couple of weeks um, or even like a month or two if they're not seeing any quote unquote progress or if it's not happening as quickly as they would like. Um, whereas a goal is something that um, is something that you will continue to pursue because it doesn't have this, um, this label of like, this new year, new me type of thing. Like if you're in the habit of setting goals for yourself, um, then it, it just feels more familiar than a new year's resolution, which seems to be more of, um, these experiences where people think that they're going to be a brand new person starting, you know, January one. And, you know, of course, when we try to uproot our whole entire lives and change everything at once, it's just completely unsustainable. Um, again, you might be able to do it for, you know, a couple weeks at best, or maybe even a couple of months. Um, but when, life happens and something does, you know, come along to disrupt the apple cart, um, inevitably you're going to fall back on your old habits, right? Um, and so that's why it's much more sustainable to do just one thing at a time until that thing becomes something that you don't even think about and then add on to it. It's a much slower process. It's not quite as sexy. Um, but the people who approach goals in this way tend to see, um, better luck long-term, right? And I say luck, it's not even, it's not even better luck. It's, it's more success really is what it is. Um, but gosh, I was looking back and I, it has been so long since I've recorded a podcast. Um, it's been since September, I released my last episode and I guess that's really not that long. It just feels so long, right? Um, I don't know if you guys feel like it's been quite as long, but 
boy, life has been, life has been busy and I am, like I said, so glad to be back and getting back into the routine of creating podcasts and recording them and and getting them out for you guys. Um, So some things that have changed since the last time you heard from me, I'll just go through it really quickly. Um, I am still health coaching, so I health coach at a um, holistic health clinic here, excuse me, in Delaware where we're located. And I'm also health coaching and fitness training at a local gym, the gym that I started going to last um, March as part of my um, transformation this last year. So that's been sort of the biggest thing and um, some of the most exciting things. I've been in health coach school for the better part of the last year. I did start, um, I guess I started last year, at Thanksgiving time. So 2022 at Thanksgiving, I, I jumped on a Black Friday special and that was a six month accelerated program. Usually the program is a full year long, um, but I did the six month course. And then shortly after I graduated from that, I enrolled in another course to help me become board certified. So um, hopefully, fingers crossed, by March of this year, I will have passed my board exam to become a board certified holistic health coach. Um, I am still a holistic health coach, but I'm not uh, board certified, which just means that there is a governing body that um, if and when I pass the board exam, um, it just demonstrates that not only do I know my shit when it comes to um health coaching, but that I also understand my scope of practice and I'm not going to do anything that puts anybody um, at risk or in danger of anything, right? Or don't overstep into that, um, you know, recommending things. I'm not supposed to be recommending things that should be between um, yourself and um, like a medical doctor. Um, you know, really understanding that that lane um, that I'm supposed to be in to keep myself safe and to keep you safe as as my client. Um, so that's really all the board certification piece does is just a piece of paper that just says, you know, um, I understand, you know, these these basics about health coaching um, and to get clients results. And also that scope of practice piece is really the biggest one. So um, I'll be studying for that and hopefully passing that this March. Um, some other things that I have been working on, I'm still off of my, um, anxiety and depression medicine. So that's been going really well for me. I'm back in therapy. Um, so about once or sometimes twice a month, I, um, chat with my therapist about some things. Um, and then what are some other things I've been working on? Um, getting stronger, getting faster, um, really have been my main focus in terms of my, um, like my personal physical goals for myself this past year. So that's going to something, going to be something that continues into next year. Um, I'm working on still learning more about eating foods that love me back. And that is the mindset that I'm taking. So instead of saying things like, oh, I don't eat this or that, um, it's not, it feels less like I'm missing out if I say it and I, um, kind of have that perspective shift to that food really does not love me back. And in small doses, I can still have pretty much everything. Um, but 
I can overload my system very quickly and very easily, and then I get into trouble. <laughs> um, and when I say get into trouble, it's really not, you know, I have reactions um, that most people wouldn't even even notice, but just getting more and more in touch with my body and myself and what I need um, from a nutrition perspective, but also from you, I've talked a lot about what I need from a mental health perspective. Um, so that will also be something that continues on into 2024. And I'm excited to continue on that journey. Um, but what I really wanted to talk about today is you know, it's the beginning of the year and a lot of people are going to be setting weight loss goals specifically. And I think that more and more people are getting away from weight loss specific goals um, and getting more to like performance related goals. But for a lot of us, even though weight loss is not the specific goal, we have other things that we're working on, we still we still are chasing weight loss. Um, and so that's something that I, I want to talk about today because for me, over the last couple of weeks, the scale has gone up about six pounds and I weigh myself pretty frequently and it's not, um, my relationship with the scale has changed. And I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but in the past I would weigh myself every day in hopes that the scale was going down every single day. And if it wasn't going down, then it would, number one, put me in a really bad mood. Um, number two, it would determine my decisions for the day. So either I would um, go, quote unquote, all in and really go into restrictive mode and kind of punish myself, um, or I would be like, what the fuck, hands in the air, like this isn't working, and so I might as well just go back to whatever it was I was doing before because that didn't feel as hard. Um, and so I had this like, this yo-yo experience where I would get results and then I would like fall off and then it would take me forever to get back on, right? I was always like on again, off again, um, all in or all out, and, um, now I've gotten to a point, and this has taken me years, okay? This is not something that just happened overnight just because I decided one day. Um, this has taken me years of practice, but I do weigh myself not always every single day, um, but still pretty frequently. Um, and that is because if you know me, you know that I love data. I love to see... Um, I just love data. It gives me something more tangible to go off of. Um, you guys know I do this with my journaling practices, right? I track my, I track a lot of things. Um, so weight is just one of them. And so over the course of the last couple of weeks, between you know Christmas and and New Year's specifically, but even the week beforehand, I noticed that my weight was going up. And I should back up really quickly and just say that. The last time I did a body scan, I noticed that my weight had gone down significantly. So not, not even significantly. I lost probably about, I don't even remember. I don't even remember how much weight I lost from between scans. But I also noticed that my muscle mass had gone down again. So I hadn't increased in body fat but I was losing muscle mass still. 
So I talked to my coach and we agreed that for me, for the next couple of months, my goal should be to stay the same on the scale. Um, not necessarily like bulking like like bodybuilders do, um, but I don't wanna see any weight loss specifically right now as I work on other things with my nutrition to make sure that I am um, preserving the muscle that I do have and gaining more muscle on top of that. Um, and so, so when the scale was, you know, within a couple of pounds of where I was, I wasn't thinking anything of it um, because that, based on the conversation that I had, um, was something that, you know, the scale's gonna go up probably a, a couple pounds. It's not gonna be that big of a deal. Um, and that's just gonna have to be okay right now. And then over the course of this last week, specifically between Christmas and New Year's, um, the scale just continued to go up. And I'm pretty sure at one point I was just like, I just stopped weighing myself. And so after the new year, I got on the scale and I was like, okay, six, it's about six pounds up. And the old me, that would have like sent me because six pounds is a lot, right? Um, and I would have immediately, like I said before, gone into this super restrictive mood. I would be like doing double sessions at the gym. Um, I'd be doing all of these things to get that weight back down to where it was. And what I know now is that that kind of mentality where it's like on again, off again, you know, I'm, I'm all in or I'm all out, that type of yo-yo situation does more harm than good, right? I also know that I did not gain six pounds of fat in two weeks. I just know I didn't do that, right? I know based on what I have been doing and how I have been eating that that number reflects a lot of inflammation in my body. I also know that I am just past the ovulation phase of my menstrual cycle. And I know because I track my weight very regularly that usually around this time of the month, I'm at the highest weight that I'm going to see this month anyway, right? So I know all of these things about myself. So it's easier for me to kind of look at this with a more logical lens, right? It's not so emotional anymore because I have all of this data and I've done this work to get to know myself and get to know my body and how it responds to different things, right? So I have all of these pieces that are contributing to this quote unquote weight gain and I don't have to freak out about it because number one, I know it's not real. Just like I said, it's not six pounds of fat. Number two, I understand that going into the super restrictive mood is going to do more harm than good in the long run. Um, and number three, I also know from experience that if you do this often enough, this like um, kind of like binge restrict, you know, all in, all out, like kind of like back and forth situation. Um, not only does it do more harm than good when in terms of like it can contribute to more inflammation, it can really fuck up your hormones, it can um, 
you can be very tired, your hair can start falling out, right? It can, all of these things can start to happen when you are so extreme in, in the way that you approach your health. Um, and I say health and not, not weight loss, because again, I think the conversation is shifting that we're getting away from this weight loss conversation and we all just really want to be healthy. But underneath of that is this desire to weigh less still for a lot of us, not for everybody, but for a lot of us, right? Um, and so we say we want to be healthy, but what we mean is that we want to lose weight. Um, and that's okay. You're allowed to want to lose weight, okay? Um, but I know that if you if you get into this cycle often enough, it becomes harder and harder to lose that weight, right? And so then we get into this pattern where we're slowly gaining weight throughout the year. And then year over year over year, next thing you know, we're 20 pounds, 40 pounds, 50 pounds heavier than we once were. And we, we don't know how to stop it. We can't get off this roller coaster, right? And so knowing all of that, what I have chosen to do is to just go back to my normal habit because I've been so far out of my routine. Like I had this plan for myself. I said, you know, you're going to go to the gym. You're going to pack your food for the wrestling tournament, which you didn't even end up going to. Um, like I had these like things in place so that I could enjoy the holidays and still not like totally upset my rhythm. I'll say with, with like bad habits. <laughs> And then my son got a concussion at a wrestling practice and we didn't end up going to the wrestling tournament and our plans changed over Christmas and I was stressed because I was worried about him and I was stressed because of other things that were going on and I, I reverted all the way back, right? And so I was drinking alcohol. I think I drank alcohol at least two different occasions, maybe three. I think it was just two, but I'll say three just for conversation's sake. Um, which if, again, if you've been listening for a while, you know, I really haven't been drinking as a habit. Um, it's usually it's like at weddings, I'll still drink. Um, but for day to day, like Thanksgiving, Christmas, like I, it just doesn't appeal to me because again, I feel like shit the next day. So, um, but again, I so I drank at least two or three times. I, I was eating out a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton. Um, I was eating more gluten, sugar, dairy than normal. So again, I have all of these things in my quote unquote regular diet, but the amount, I was eating so much more of those things and so few like vegetables and fiber um, and like any, and, and protein in general, right? Um, and so that like pendulum swing um, really just upset the apple cart. And I can tell because I am super bloated. My, like I said, I was worried about my son. So my anxiety was a little bit worse than it had been. Um, my acne is out of control. I like, again, I sometimes still struggle with hormonal acne, but it's usually like a pimple in like one place. I have them 
all over my, you can kind of tell in this video, I have them, it's like reverse here, but I have them here. I have them here. I've got one on my lip here. Like it's so bad. Um, and so I know, <laughs> again, based on my habits, I know what's happening here, right? Um, so what am I doing about it now? I am just doing the things that I did before two weeks ago, right? I, I went grocery shopping, I did my meal planning, not prepping fully, um, but planning. I have gone to the gym at my normal times, um, and that's it, you guys. I'm drinking my water, I'm watching my stress levels, I'm going to bed early, and that is that. <laughs> um, beyond that, I'm still, like I said, reflecting um, on my, my goals and what I wanna set out to do for this year, and really just getting back into the, you know, the kids have gone back to school, sports have started back up again. Um, so we're just finding, navigating, finding a new routine. As always, it seems to be like a quarterly experience here. Our routines change pretty frequently as the um, seasons change and the sports schedules and everything. Um, but that's it. That's what I'm doing. So it's not sexy. It's not, you know, I'm not going to lose five pounds this week, probably, maybe, I will, I don't know. Um, but the point is, I know that if I just go back to my normal, that this weight will come off within the next couple of weeks. And I know that because my regular habits are pretty in, uh, like supportive of an anti-inflammatory lifestyle, right? Not to say that I don't have any inflammation in my body at all, but, in general, it's not usually this bad, right? Um, so there's there's that. I know that um, in a couple of weeks, I'll be at a point in my cycle where I'm usually at my lowest weight of the month, right? And so that will be in my favor a couple of weeks from now. And so again, just knowing your body's natural rhythms and how your body responds to things makes it easier to be more objective about the scale because when when you have this emotional attachment to the scale, um, it it can really mess with your consistency, right? Because you cannot control what the scale does. You can you literally have no control over what goes on on the scale. Some of you might be listening to this thinking, I know that blah, 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 that's. That's fine. I'm not talking to you. I, I know, you know, I have wrestlers in my house. I know that people get very dialed in and get very good at, you know, maintaining a specific weight on the scale for whatever reason. This is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people that are on some sort of health journey, some sort of weight loss journey, and the scale, it goes down, 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 and then it goes up. And then it goes up maybe, and then it stays there, and then it goes down, and then it goes back up again. Like you cannot control those day-to-day -day fluctuations as much. Um, <laughs> and when you kind of can detach and release that emotion, what happens is, you know, like I said, your your consistency starts to get better because if you still have this emotional reaction when you gain weight or when you don't lose weight or, or whatever is happening on the scale that you do or don't want to see, um, it can do one of two things. Either you 
get on this mentality that like, oh good, it's working. I need to keep restricting. I need to keep doing these things even more, even harder, right? Or you say, this isn't working. I need to go even more, even harder. And you restrict even more, even harder. Or you do what I used to do, which is, God, this isn't working. I'm just not even gonna try anymore. I'm just gonna go back to doing all these other things that I know don't serve me. I know these things don't serve me, but I'm gonna do it anyway because if I'm gonna weigh this weight, I might as well don't, I don't wanna try as hard to maintain this weight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, that was my mentality anyway. I don't know how many people, I don't know how many of you can um, resonate with that kind of mindset, but that was me. Um, so when you release that and you can be consistent just because these are your habits now and you know what is supportive of your overall wellness goals and your true health goals, when you're supporting those things, the weight loss will come when it's time, when your body knows that it's safe, like when all of these things line up for you. And again, sometimes our body is working really hard to do other things that we can't see, right? And so sometimes those things that we can't see need to be handled and repaired before our body is ready to lose weight. And if we continue to neglect those things that we cannot necessarily see, because we're so hell-bent on being a certain number on the scale, then we can continue to do more and more damage internally. And by the time we realize it, it will be so much harder to correct, right? Um, and so I just want to leave you with this. If you are going into this year thinking, this is, this is, Honest to God, the year that I'm going to get healthy, this is the year that I'm going to join the gym, this is the year that I'm going to get my nutrition in check, this is the year I'm going to lose the weight or whatever. If you have made that kind of promise to yourself, I want you to understand that this is, you're, in, you're playing a long game here, okay? Yes, is it fun? Do we get that dopamine hit when we see those results quickly? Yes, I'm not gonna lie. Yes, for a lot of us, yes. Um, but is it much more sustainable? Going back to what we talked about in the beginning of the episode, is it much more sustainable to lose this weight more slowly over time? And so at the end of the year, maybe it takes us all year to hit that weight loss goal. Maybe we get to the end of this year and we're not there yet still, but we've put a dent in it, right? And so let's start appreciating those things. Let's start detaching from the scale, right? I still believe that the data can be helpful for the right kind of person. Um, but let's start focusing more about supporting ourselves and actually feeling better and less about what the scale is doing or is not doing and stop letting that dictate your day and dictate your mood because your mood impacts your efforts. Your mood impacts your behaviors and those things impact the scale, right? So when you can detach from that, you have something else that keeps you going, something else that keeps you consistent. Um, and I truly believe that that is where the success 
that you are looking for, the results that you are looking for are going to come from. Um, so that is all I have for you today. Like I said, it is so good to be back. I'm so glad you're here. Happy New Year. And I can't wait to chat with you again soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I love connecting with you and hearing about what resonates with you. If you connected with something in this episode, do me a favor and screenshot it and share it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Megan E. Wellness so we can chat about it. This helps me continue to create content that resonates with you and other women just like you. Until next time, stay curious.